I'm going to tell you a story on today's episode. It's about how four years ago, I launched my business and replaced my corporate salary within three months. And I'm going to tell you the story because of what it means for you. You see, being obsessed as I am with your success, I spend a lot of time reflecting on what are the things that block people from success? And on the other side, what are those key ingredients for success? And this particular time in my life illustrates perfectly, I think, one essential ingredient, not just for success, but for fast results. And I happen to think that you deserve some fast results, my love. So let's wind the clock back to late 2017 when I was making no money and floundering. (laughs) I'm going to get really real about how I turned that around, how it felt, what went into me making this result happen, and how ultimately I then launched my business and made money fast so that you can hit your next money goal, whatever that is for you, with speed. And that's the point of today's show. Let's get to it. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast. I'm your host, Corey Javid, money mindset expert, success coach, mother, tea drinker, energy obsessed, manifester, afternoon bath lover, and thought leader in financial empowerment for mums. I know that we get to be successful because we are mothers, not in spite of it. And so around here, we do things differently. I've torn up the business rulebook and created a new paradigm for us, one in which we create results using energy instead of effort. I'm on a mission to help you ditch the old way of creating success. You know the one where you work hard, hustle, and sacrifice, ew, (laughs) and instead teach you how to increase your impact and income without increasing your hours and how to manifest your dreams. So if you're a mother who's ready to learn how to elevate your energy to start making bank and start living your limitless life, this is your podcast, my love, and I'm your new biz bestie. Join me as we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. It's me, Corrie Javid from CorrieJavid.com, money mindset expert for mothers. How are you doing? I'm back. You're like, did you even take a break? I didn't take a break in terms of the podcasting schedule. Um, but my um, family and I have been away for the last week. I had a full week off, just disconnected. We were out in the countryside in the middle of Devon. It was incredible. We had the best Airbnb. I really smashed it on the booking. Humble brag. Um, It was just so beautiful. The whole end of the property of the, it was like a barn conversion. Really, really well done. The whole end of it was glass, like double height ceiling with just the most incredible views across the countryside. There were cows that sometimes would go past. Then we saw a hot air balloon. We did so many great hikes, wild swimming, which I'm a little bit obsessed with at the moment, which is some great, went to a great castle and another national trust property, eight cream teas, ate in really incredible gastropubs. I mean, all the things. What's not to like? Had a lie-in every morning, did yoga on the deck in front of the cows. <laughs> so good. Just had the best time. Can you tell? Um, and here we are. It is September and I'm feeling like 
really bubbly with energy in like a really good way. Like just, I've just got that feeling that the next few months are going to be really magical. My clients are all in a similar vibe right now and have been smashing it while I've been away, which I love coming back to celebratory messages from them. For example, one of my clients, um, who is in my Elevated Abundance Mastermind, she came into the Mastermind. We did a um, case study episode on her, actually. Um, She came into the Mastermind just a few short months ago, making about £1,000 or dollars, I forget which we were counting in at that time. So forgive me, um, a month at that point. And she set herself a goal of 4000 for August, having already smashed more than three the month before. And I came back to a message with her declaring that she had not just hit that 4K, she made six and a half thousand <laughs> in August. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't make more money in August, um, which was incredible. And another of my clients um, celebrated her second 20K cash month of the year so far in August as well. I mean, I could go on, but these ladies are absolutely smashing it. Just so, so proud of them and the energy that they bring to these mastermind groups and how they all feed off each other's energy. They all support each other so beautifully. I just love it. I love supporting them. It's my favorite. Can you tell? (laughs) Um, If you want to be part of that, currently, I think we might have one space for October left. Obviously, September was full. We had 100% resign rate on September. That shows you how popular, how good it is. If it was crap, (laughs) people wouldn't resign, right? And that group, 100% of them said yes to continuing, which just made me just so many shades of happy. Um, Because I love like an ongoing relationship with people. I would always love to continue working with people. I just find that the longer we work together, the more results we get and the easier those results become because I get to know people, right? So anyway, anyway, I digress. Um, I believe we might have one space left for October. So what you need to do if you are interested in that is do not delay my love. Don't hang about. Don't overthink it. Just get on a call with me. Now, the only way you can get on a call with me, though, is you need to be on the email waitlist. So if you head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate, if you get on the email waitlist, the reason we're doing that is just to help us um, manage demand and manage my calendar, etc. so that my calendar doesn't get flooded with discovery call bookings, and then we end up with way more people and spaces, etc. So if you're interested in having a conversation or even just finding out more, head over to corriejavit.com forward slash elevate. There's no obligation. Um, but that is how you can get in. Don't delay. Don't be disappointed. And even if you're like, okay, I'm not ready right now, but I might be for the next round, I would still get on that wait list and have a conversation with me sooner rather than later. I already have some people booked into subsequent rounds just because they've decided to um, do it that way. So I don't want this to get um, to the point where you're having to wait ages. I want to help you if you need my help. If you want to make more money, if you want my transformational coaching to help you make more money with ease and do it surrounded by those badass biz besties that are just waiting to meet you, then that's where you need to be inside my Elevated Abundance Mastermind. You get my coaching, you get the support of your peers, which is the thing that just gives it that magical boost. There are also four taught modules in there 
on elevated energy and activating that. Um, it's incredible, if I say so myself. <laughs> CoreyJavid.com forward slash elevate. So um, I'm really excited to chat with you today about the truth about how I replaced my corporate salary within three months of launching. Now, this was some time ago, but I have a very specific reason why we're going back to this story. And there is something that can be gleaned from it and something that I'm noticing people are either missing or disconnected from at the moment. So that's why I really want to share this story with you and the, the truth about how I replaced that salary. And I will be very honest with you. As you know, I like to be an open book and I like to keep things real around here. Before we do that, um, what I'm liking, enjoying doing every week at the moment on here is telling you about what Limitless Money looks like to me this week. So Limitless Money, to, to me this week, it's it's not really this week. It's more I've been reflecting on the summer that we've had. So my daughter went back to school yesterday. And I just, I was talking to my coach and I said to her, I feel like I've just nailed summer this year. I feel like I just had the best school summer holidays that we've ever had together. We had just an absolute blast. We had such a nice time. We had so much quality time together and with friends. We had so many fun days out and so much time on the beach and in the sea. And we went away as well. And I didn't feel any feelings of juggle this year. I didn't feel any kind of push-pull between business and family. And while I've had that pretty well balanced in previous years, there's still been a bit of like, I don't know, resistance or something, or it hasn't felt that easy necessarily always. And this year, I just feel like I really really nailed it. And I was working two days a week across the summer. So I only had I had two days of childcare for the first four weeks. And then for the last two weeks, well, the very last week we were away, the second to last week, um, I had, I think, two calls. And other than that, I was off. And it just worked so well. Now, I like to be transparent and mention that I wasn't productive. <laughs> like, I feel like that's worth noting. I wasn't like on the two days that I was working per week, I wasn't like, right. And then, you know, like that cat giffy that the cat that's <laughs> at the typewriter, like furiously pounding things out. No, um, that didn't happen. We paused a lot of projects and things over the summer, but it doesn't impact my income. So I really like to talk about this because I think that as mothers and business owners, we have this misconception that um, the summer holidays or taking a school break with kids or whatever will always necessarily impact our income. In the four weeks that I was working two days a week, I made 50k in sales. So <laughs> not to be sniffed at, right? <laughs> um, so I'm just sharing that with you because I really want us all to start believing in, working towards, and then achieving this idea that, okay, the summer's done now, but you know, before we know it, if you're in the UK, it will be October half term or Christmas break for two weeks or whatever's next, or next summer will roll around before we know it. Oh my goodness. Um, and I just don't want you to ever feel like it has to be a compromise. It has to feel like a juggle and a struggle. It really doesn't. So I've been kind of like refining this every year. And this year, I feel like you just absolutely smashed it. I just really enjoyed my time off. I didn't feel like tetchy or, you know, twitchy about what's happening in my inbox or what's going on in the business. Um, I'm very well supported in my business at this point as well. And I've done the mindset work to get myself there. So I just wanted to mention that because that's what limitless money feels like to me lately. And you know, it might be like, what does limitless money have to do with that? Well, limitless money, in case you don't know, it, it's my money mindset, the name of my money mindset course. 
But for me, it represents the mindset that I have now that limitless abundance is available to me. And without having done my money mindset work, I would not have been able to achieve those results over the summer. I just wouldn't have believed that it would be possible to make 50k in sales in was actually less than four weeks whilst working two days a week. The old me would have just laughed in your face had you suggested that to me. But having shifted my mindset, understanding the energetics of money and how money and abundance really truly works has made that kind of summer available to me. So I just wanted to share that with you in case that resonates. Um, If you are interested in limitless money, you can go to corriejavid.com forward slash limitless and find out more. Okay, let's get into today's episode though, and the truth about how I replaced my corporate salary in less than three months. Now, I would like to say that I feel like I could have done it quicker had something like limitless money existed for me back then. (laughs) So let's get into this. Maybe your goal is, in fact, to replace your previous corporate income. Maybe that's why you're listening to today's episode. Maybe you already replaced your corporate income and now you want to double it or triple it or 5x it um, like I did a while back or whatever that might be. Or maybe you just have a next level money goal in your business. If you don't, why? (laughs) The next level is always fun. And in which case today I think is going to have something valuable for you, whether or not you are wanting to replace your corporate salary, wanting to double it, triple it, 5x, 10x it, or if you just have a different money goal in mind, there is a something really important in this story that I want to kind of pull out for you so that you can understand what it really takes to make that happen. Um, And I was just really reflecting on this recently. And that's why I wanted to bring this to you because I've been thinking about I'm well, I'm always thinking about success in terms of, you know, I'm a success coach first and foremost. And then I diversified into um, money mindset coaching because that was something that was just coming up for everybody that I work with. But ultimately, my reason for being here is to help you get what you want. And so I spend a lot of time thinking about my clients and the women that I work with currently and the women that I've worked with previously and my own experiences and the peers that I'm in, in the mastermind that I'm part of. And thinking about what separates people from success and not having success or struggling. And what are the things that um, enable people to have faster, quicker, more easeful results? And what are the things that slow people down? There's something that is like a kind of a passion of mine. I'm always endlessly intrigued and fascinated in the insights that I can gain into this area because I basically, my mission is to remove the barriers from for you between you and your vision of success. That's literally <laughs> why I'm here, right? I want to help you get what you want. And so if I can understand what those barriers are or, and I should say, understand the shortcuts, then I'm better equipped to it, right? And so one of the things that I've known for a while, but it has become much more clear lately, I think because of the pandemic, is that there is one thing that can really make a difference. And I'm not actually going to say mindset, but it kind of is, but um, we'll get to it in a minute. Uh, It's a very specific, nuanced aspect of mindset, I should say. But there's really this one thing that I see present in the people that get the fastest results. So today we're talking about specifically 
fast results because I think we can all agree that replacing my corporate salary as I did in less than three months uh, between launching um, and the three month point was a fast result right I think that we can all agree on that and so that's why I specifically am talking about that result of mine and that time of life because the thing that I think was most instrumental in that is what I've seen anytime another client of mine has had a similarly fast result or any other times where I've made specific leaps at a given time. You know, we have times of plateauing, we have times of steady upwards trajectories, and then we have times of leaps. And let's be perfectly frank and clear here, we all of us have all of those at times. So I think that sometimes when we're online listening to people sharing results and things, they some you know often only share the really fast, shiny wins, and they don't talk about, well, actually, I've just maintained my income at this level for the last few months. And you don't see that being accelerated often enough, in my opinion, or I'm just very steadily growing or whatever. We only see the, like the quantum leaps, and those things absolutely should be celebrated. So don't misunderstand me, but I think we can get a skewed view and misunderstand what's going on for other business owners. And I can confidently tell you from my own experience and also having been able to peer into the back ends of, and that sounds dodgy, <laughs> behind the curtains, let's say, <laughs> oh my goodness, of dozens and dozens of other businesses at this point, I can confidently tell you that nobody has just one steep straight line to success that continues forever. There are leaps, there are general upturns, there are occasional a bit of a blip, there's occasional plateaus, like, you know, that's entrepreneurship. So let's let's just make that clear. But what we are talking about today is what does make those steep, swift, and easeful, because you know me, I'm not interested in any kind of result if it's going to come as at the cost of burnout or with some huge sacrifice. Ew. <laughs> um, so what is the thing, though, that facilitates those fast results with ease? And I feel like that time at the beginning of my business when I replaced my corporate salary, it felt that way to me. There was aspects of it that felt challenging and hard. I will be honest about that, but it didn't feel like a struggle at all. So let's get into my story and then I will extrapolate from it for you. What is that thing that is that essential ingredient to fast success to a fast leap up the ladder of income, whatever that looks like to you, so that you can then use it and take it away. And then I also have something, definitely listen until the end, because I actually have something for free for you that's going to help you take this and actually implement it. So yay to that. And actually, just before we get properly stuck in here, I want to mention the reason why we're talking about this right now in September is that September has like a really interesting energy to it. At least I know in the Northern Hemisphere it does. Um, schools go back and there's a little bit of that kind of like new year, new you vibe. There's just this kind of like uptick in energy. Possibilities seem to open up. And I feel like it's a really good time to get your energy on point so that you can make some really incredible things happen between now and the end of the year. And that's entirely possible. So that's what I'm, that's my kind of um, mission this month for you is to kind of equip you with those things that are going to help you leverage that really great September energy in the best possible way. So Let's get into my story. So that's why we're talking about this, because I've seen this one ingredient, obviously in my story, but also in many of the women who I've coached who have had these fast leaps and also my peers as well. But let's get into what my story is. So um, because I like to be just completely transparent about it. So 
When I say that I replaced my corporate salary within three months of launching my business, I was working on my business before I launched it. So I like to make that clear because I think sometimes, um, you know, we've got to talk, we've got to put a measure in sand. And there was a specific day that I officially launched my business. So it's an easy thing to do. But I think sometimes we can look at it through that kind of like narrow lens and feel like, oh, I just, you know, on day one decided I was going to start a business and three months later had replaced my corporate salary. Not so. So prior to that, just to give you a bit of a potted history here. So I've been working in corporate drudgery. Um, I've been working in an investment bank for 10 years. I was made redundant from that job. So my job was taken away. I did have the option if I wanted to, to read, try to redeploy and see if there was another vacancy somewhere else in the business that I could apply for and see if I could stay. But I decided to take, I had a severance package and decided to take that money and run. <laughs> um, I I wouldn't say wasted, but spent a considerable amount of time studying for a social media management qualification, but quite swiftly realized that I didn't want to do that for a living. Just, you know, when you know it's like just not your zone of genius. But I saw that through anyway. So I spent a few months learning some of the ins and outs of social media. I think it was a six-month qualification, but I started it just before I left. And then I also was just throwing myself into the online space. I was in that phase, and maybe you've been there. <laughs> I'm sure we've all been there at some point, in that phase of just soaking up everything I could learn about online marketing, online business, etc. Um, watching all the webinars, reading all of the free checklists, doing all of the things, right? Um, and I learned a ton during that time. But I was, I had not yet started my business. And, and it took me a while to have the nerve to say, yes, I am going to start a coaching business for some bizarre reason that I can't entirely explain. I felt some resistance to owning that. <laughs> I don't know why, because I'd done coaching and mentoring <laughs> in the in the corporate space. But anyway, you know how you get just imposter syndrome. That was me then. So I was doing these things and I was messing about with my website. Um, I describe it as dicking about with fonts endlessly. <laughs> because <laughs> that's what I was doing because that felt like busy and like I was doing something important but I wasn't actually making any progress and I hadn't actually launched my business or sold a single thing but I had started an Instagram account and I was kind of showing up a little bit online but I wasn't actually didn't have anything to sell yet wasn't selling anything so that actually went on for quite a few months so let me think so I was made redundant in the July and then I, let me think. So I signed up with my coach. So my coach, who I still work with now, almost four years later. I'm sure I signed up with her in the October. Yes, in the October. And I was doing some maths on my fingers there. Yes, I still do that. <laughs> and, um, and the reason being is because I, I realized that, okay, I've been messing about here online, not actually doing anything real, not actually selling anything. I didn't even know what offers I was going to sell. I had done like a six-week group coaching program, which taught me some more about setting up my online business and got me a little bit more prepared. But I realized that I could quite easily flounder for months and months on end if I didn't actually invest in some support. So scary as it was, and let's be honest, it was shit scary. <laughs> because, and some of you might know this story, but the there's 
a different way than I'm not a different way than I'm telling it, but there's a different point to me telling it today. So stick with me, even if this is part is familiar. I yeah, so it was scary because it was the biggest investment I'd ever made in myself. It was many thousands of pounds. It was scary because I didn't know anybody else who had ever invested in a coach or coaching in that way. It was scary because um, that was going to be almost the last of the severance money and savings pot that we had. So I'd put some of the severance money into this pot, but I was drawing down on it because I wasn't earning. And the other thing that I should mention is that before I was made redundant, um, we had embarked on huge structural renovations to our house and we were hemorrhaging money that way. So it made zero sense for me to be taking basically almost the last of our funds (laughs) when we still had so much of our building works to go um, and investing in coaching. Yet I did that. So I I made a bet on myself and I did that because I could quite clearly see that if I was going to do this, I wanted to do it and I wanted to do that fast. So this isn't the point of today's episode, but I do want to be clear about that was very instrumental. Had I not invested in myself at that point, it would have been much slower. I wouldn't have achieved this fast result. So that was the kind of initial catalyst, but that's not the point of today, but I like to be completely transparent about it. Um, And that is why I hired my coach because I could just see that I could just end up dicking about with these funds forever and never actually doing anything. And the money was fast running out. So it was kind of like, eek, do I use some money and like take a punt or don't I? I think I even ended up putting part of it on a credit card or paying for part of expenses on a credit card or that. Anyway, it was a stretch. Let's just say it that way. And it was scary AF, but I did it. And then the next month, I actually finally launched my business. So this was the great thing. My coach lit a fire underneath me and we got my business out there in the November. So November, I made no money. December, I'm pretty sure I made no money. And then in January, I had almost entirely gone broke. <laughs> I was looking at like down the barrel of having nothing to keep me afloat. And I was like, well, shit, this, it just got real. And I'm either in this or I'm not. And then it was in January (laughs) that I made sales to the equivalent of my corporate salary. Amazing. Not, and again, I like to be super clear. So I didn't make my entire year's worth in January, but I made money that was equivalent to my monthly salary. I like to be as transparent as possible about these things. And I think things can get misconstrued otherwise. So that was what happened. But how? And let's talk about the kind of truth there, because there were things that went into that. It wasn't just as simple as me sitting around and then one day selling and those selling sales coming to fruition. So in those three months, and actually the month before I launched, what was I doing? Well, the month before I launched, I was honing my offers, like writing sales pages, pinning down a very simple strategy. I was getting visible. That was stretchy and scary. I was um, connecting with people online, getting on coffee calls with people. That was stretchy and scary. I was offering people advice. So throughout that time, I started to really show up, really start acting like this is a business. I started implementing my like marketing plan and my sales plan. 
and I started selling and learning how to sell, which also back then, now I love selling and I find it just a joy, but back then it felt as also stretchy AF. <laughs> so lots of things, I was doing lots of things that felt well outside of my comfort zone. And I want, that's one of the things that I want to be truthful about here. I didn't just kind of swan into this business, la-di-da, and the results poured in. But I was determined to enjoy the feelings of stretchiness. And I was determined to enjoy learning. And I very much was in that place. I was loving learning. And so even at those times where I felt uncomfortable and awkward, and even at those times when imposter syndrome would start tapping on my shoulder, I still just tried to throw myself into whatever was in front of me with joy. That was kind of like one of the things that I was doing. But how was I able to do all of this? So I think that's quite a lot of stretchy activity in quite a short time frame. So I invested in myself in a really uncomfortable way. I was getting really visible online and I felt massive resistance to that previously. <laughs> I was actually implementing a daily mindset routine and whenever we are trying to create a new habit, that can be really uncomfortable and you can feel like, what? what is the point of this? Is this even doing anything? And I was putting myself out there and connecting with people and selling and learning to sell and falling on my face sometimes and getting it right sometimes and also getting it wrong more of the time. All of these things are really quite uncomfortable. Let's be honest. These are things that we have to learn as business owners. But I was doing them all in quite an intensive period. I was still only working. Back then, my maximum was 25 hours a week. So I was only working 25 hours a week. But in those 25 hours, I was really putting myself outside of my comfort zone. And I want to be clear about that. Now, that doesn't mean that every fast result necessitates quite so much um, time spent outside of your comfort zone. I think it's just one of those things that is quite um, specific to the very beginning of your business. I think you become more acclimatized to all of those activities that I just described, but also you become acclimatized to stepping outside of your comfort zone because you've done it before, you know, you can do it again. And also I think as you progress through business and kind of move up the financial ladder, I think that although, yes, you need to get outside of your comfort zone, it's often to a lesser extent at points um, or for a less of a sustained period. Does that make sense? So I kind of want to um, frame that as well, just so that we can like all be on the same page here. Okay, so what then was the key ingredient? What was the key ingredient that made it possible for me to do those stretchy things, for me to make that fast result of replacing my corporate salary in less than three months of launching possible? It is this. I had the most compelling why. I was so locked into that why. And so that became my kind of pole star, the thing that was guiding me. That thing felt so compelling to me that anything that felt uncomfortable paled in significance compared to my compelling why. Now, what do I mean by a compelling why? Is I had something that was driving me, that was motivating me, that was magnetizing me towards it, something that I just decided I have to have. It was not a nice to have. Starting my business 
at that point was not a nice to have. It wasn't just something I'll try. I had decided it was happening. And I had decided it was happening for very compelling reasons for me. So all of this together combined to my compelling why. I was done with corporate drudgery. I was done with trading my soul for a job that didn't fulfill me. I was done with being capped in my earnings and just being at the mercy of a once a year pay review, which had no input from me. And I was just told, we've reviewed your pay. Here's what we've decided. (laughs) I was done with having to ask permission to leave and go and watch my daughter and her nativity play. I was done with having to make these hours that would have been thrust upon me from my work um, somehow work with how I wanted to show up as a mother. I had just the strongest personal case for what I wanted and why. I knew exactly what I wanted. I wanted a business that was going to pay me, pay me well. I wanted a business that was going to provide opportunity for me to earn more and more. And that was down to me, not somebody else. I wanted a business that was going to light me up and fulfill me and that I felt like I could do my soul's work inside. And I wanted to work very specific hours, no more than 25 hours a week. And I wanted to be there for my daughter and be the kind of present mother that I really desired to be. Now, that combined was so damn compelling to me. I literally could not find something else out there when I'd looked previously before I'd even started to do all of this. Couldn't find anything locally that, as a job description, that would tick even, you know, half of those boxes. And I was like, it's this or nothing. I am not having a plan B. I'm going all in on this. And I know exactly what I want. And I know why I want it. And that, my love, is what I really want you to take from today in terms of the thing that you can be applying to your next level, whatever that is. The thing that will help you leap the fastest is getting your mindset and your energy on board. And the easiest way to do that is by having a very compelling why. And when I look at other clients of mine who have had similarly fast leaps at different stages of their business, they've had the most compelling why as well. I have one client in particular, her business is hugely successful now. We've worked together since almost the start. And when we started working together, she was still in her day job back then. And she was miserable. Her kids would cry when she would leave the house. It wasn't working with their family dynamic. It just stopped working for her. So she had the most compelling why and she made her business um, happen and get off the ground so quickly, like breakneck speed. And it's it's continued to be massively successful and maintain that upward trajectory, right? But she's had really compelling why. Um, And the thing is, is, If you don't have that compelling why, and this is the thing that I see sometimes missing and what can create unnecessary struggle and slowness in success is when we don't have that compelling why, then of course, it's going to feel so much harder to do the stretchy things. It's going to feel harder to invest in yourself because if you don't have that really compelling why, then you're like, yeah, maybe I'll just keep my money then, (laughs) you know? Um, Rather than for me, it was like, I don't see another option here. I need this to happen. I need it to happen fast. And I know that the way of doing that is by paying somebody who's been there before me and who can support me in making that happen. So even though that felt so stretchy at the time investing in myself in that way. 
my compelling why was bigger than my fear. And that's what you really need. So when I see people struggling, it's because they've either disconnected from their compelling why, or they just haven't totally locked it in in the first place. And now, the thing that I would say is what drove me then doesn't drive me now. I already have all of those things. So that compelling why sustained me up until the point that I made them all happen, right? Because it was so compelling. I just stuck with it until I achieved everything that I'd set out to achieve. And along the way, I added to it. I wanted a six-figure business and I achieved that a long time ago now. And we're into the multi six figures at this point. So, but my point is, is, your compelling why can absolutely change. And it probably should at different points too. You have different stages of life, different things that you want to do in life and business, different priorities, different types of impact that you want to make. But one of the reasons why I'm really addressing this in a big way in this episode, I've got a couple of other episodes connected to it, and I have something free for you. We'll talk about it in a minute. Is because I've noticed too many women as a result of the pandemic, have disconnected from their compelling why. Maybe it's not as relevant anymore. Maybe they need a new one, or maybe they just need a way back to their compelling why. And maybe this is resonating with you right now. But without it, business is going to feel harder. Success is going to feel slower. It's going to feel like more of a struggle because you need that thing that motivates you in those moments where you have a choice. Do I choose a little bit of discomfort and do the stretchy thing now? Or do I choose the instant gratification that comes with comfort of stay, you know, staying well inside your comfort zone? If you've got the compelling why, it will drag you out of your comfort zone and you'll actually do so gladly a lot of the time. If you don't have that compelling why, it's just too easy to stay in your comfort zone, not do the harder things. Now, again, when I say hard things, they're often just once and done, right? It's not a continuing struggle or a grind or working really hard. Don't misunderstand me. Often it's like sending one email or doing one pitch or just putting your prices up on your website. Like often the actual action is very minimal, very quick, over very fast, but the thought of it is the thing that's most stretchy or feels hard, right? But without that compelling why, it's just too easy to stay in your comfort zone. And I'm going to talk about my specific experience um, of having that uh, disconnection and being in my comfort zone for too long in another podcast that's coming up. So definitely be listening to the podcast all month this month. Make sure you subscribe so that you don't miss out on any of the episodes. Um, And that happened to me not that long ago. So I will be talking about that. Like I said, I like to keep things real here. But really why I wanted to bring this story to today's episode is because uh, I think it was just such a good illustration of the number of stretchy things that I had to do in quite a short period of time to get that fast result. But that fast result actually felt quite easeful because I had decided not to buy into working hard and burning out, right? Um, It actually felt quite easeful because it wasn't prolonged over a really drawn out timeframe. But also because my compelling why was keeping me going, I was like, brilliant, well, that bit's already done. What's next? (laughs) You know, because I had this very clear vision of what I wanted for myself. And I want you to hear that bit, what I 
wanted for myself, what I desired. I was daring to believe in something that I had no business believing in, you could say. I had no proof that I could make this happen. I had no prior business experience. I had nothing to suggest around me in terms of evidence that it would be possible to be making the kind of money that I decided I was going to make in the kind of hours that I decided I was going to work. I had just decided that because I desired it, I was going to make it happen. I was going to find a way. And that was the thing is I allowed myself the desires that connected to that compelling why. If you've not been allowing yourself to desire, then it's really hard to have a compelling why. (laughs) Or you'll have what you think is a compelling why, but it's actually kind of like a a bit of like a red herring. I don't know if you have that phrase where you are. (laughs) Because what we can do is we can say, oh no, I have a really compelling why. I really want to make this kind of difference to those people over there. Yes, amazing. Do that. But why is it important to you? (laughs) Why do you desire that? You have to always bring the desire back to you for it to feel compelling enough. That's not to say we don't want to do things for other people and we're not at all motivated by it, but to have a truly compelling why, the kind of why that is a must-have, that is the type of thing that you can make those decisions about, that you can go all in on, it has to have something in it that you want just for you. Otherwise, it just never is compelling enough. Um, so there were aspects, of course, of what I was doing, of, of my compelling why. I like, really wanted to help other women with this too, because I was like, damn it, I was like pissed off with the industry and, you know, corporate world and what isn't available for working parents. And I was like, I really want to do this for myself so that I can help other women. So that was a big part of it. I really wanted to do this because I wanted to be there for my daughter. But I wanted to be there for my daughter. I wanted the time off. I wanted to be the kind of mother that I wanted to be. I wanted to be earning money on my terms. I wanted to be fulfilled by my work. So I brought it back and had a very clear connection with my desires and how it was going to fulfill me as a person, how it was going to make me feel as a person. And that's what you need with a compelling why. So to help you with this, because I've seen so many women feeling disconnected from their compelling why. I've been doing lots of market research lately and it's been really interesting. So I've had a lot of women like, you know, I'll ask them the question of like, what do you really want next? And they're like, well, it would kind of be nice to have this. And that's like just such a sure sign that that compelling why isn't there. And the problem is, like I keep saying, without that compelling why, you'll stay stagnant in that kind of drifting, coasting zone. And sometimes there's a, that's, you know, the right thing to be doing. But if you're feeling like, why am I still at this level? Or why does that next level feel out of reach? Or why am I struggling? Or why is it slow? compelling why. That's what you need to tune back into. That's what you need to look at and be honest with yourself about. Do I have a compelling why? Does it feel like a must have, a must do, must receive thing? Or does it feel like a nice to have? If it feels like a nice to have, it's not compelling enough. And it won't be enough to compel you out of your comfort zone, uh, propel you and compel you out of your comfort zone at the times that you need to do it. Now, we don't have to live outside of our comfort zone. Doesn't, don't misunderstand me. I'm very comfy most of the time. But there are key points in our business that we need to get out of our comfort zone. And in order to do that, this is going to be the thing that is the separator between the successful and the not yet successful. That's why I really wanted to share this on today's show. And so I've gone a step further because I've seen this as such a prevalent problem right now, which I think is pandemic 
fallout and a pandemic hangover is I've created a free three-day live training series um, we're calling shorthand The Key. But more specifically, it is a training on desiring more and using that desire to connect to your compelling why to unlock that next level for you as a mother and a business owner. So it's specifically aimed at mothers and business owners. This training is going to be for you if you've been feeling a little bit stagnant, stuck, if your energy has been feeling a bit meh, or if you're just really excited to hit a new level, but you just don't quite know how to make it happen. So I'm doing three free days of live training. Head over to corriejavid.com forward slash the key to sign up, see the dates, get all of the information and access to it. It's going to be so fun. But the reason that I've created it is because I've seen this um, coming up time and time again. And I really want to equip you with what you need to be as successful as you want to be between now and the end of the year. So whatever is next for you, Whatever that next level is, I want to help you to connect with it, first of all, because if you don't know, then you definitely want to come along because that's part of the problem. Um, And if you want that next level or if you just want to get unstuck, then definitely come along and we can make so much happen between now and the end of the year. So we're in September it could be so easy to go, oh, well, it's September before we know, it'll be half term, then we know it will be Christmas, I'll just start in January, or I'll just kickstart things in January. No, no, we have like practically still four months that we can achieve so many things. So if you're ready for that kind of energetic infusion and boost, if you're ready to get your mojo back in business and feel excited and reinvigorated, then definitely come and join this free training, entirely free. I love to do these things every now and then. It just feels like a really abundant way to give back. And also, I just feel so strongly about helping you achieve your vision of success. So head over to corriejavid.com forward slash the key, sign up and you'll get all of the juicy details. And I can't wait to see you there. And I hope you've enjoyed today's show. If you found today's show interesting, it would be great if you could share it on Instagram, take a screenshot and share it to stories and tag me at Corrie Javid. Or if you wanted to leave me a review, I would be eternally grateful. And until next time, don't forget, you are limitless. Bye for now. Have you been enjoying today's show, my love? Then help your business bestie out. Head over to iTunes now and leave a review. The team and I pour our best energy into bringing you this show each week. And so it would make us so happy to see your review. Plus, we are known to surprise and delight our reviewers. So if you take a screenshot of your review before you hit submit and send it to team at I can guarantee a little treat will be winging its way to you.